Hello, hi, I'm Zanzi, and welcome back to the Health for Zanzi podcast, episode 99, proudly brought to you by Health for Zanzi. I am your host, Joe, and I'm excited to walk this health and wellness journey with you. Remember, nothing is off limits. In this episode, we discuss nutritious food and how it enhances our health and well-being and weight loss with dietitian Masodi Makafola. To not only look good but also feel good, we need to be aware and educated how nutritious food can feed us and do away with depriving ourselves from nutrients for the sake of just losing weight. Masodi, how are you doing? I'm okay, and you too, Anne. <laughs> I'm doing well, thanks. And thank you so much for putting aside some time to have a chat with us regarding weight loss and nutrition and what we can actually do in our day-to-day life to make sure that what we put in our bodies is good stuff. So I think before we get into all the details, Masodi, please just give us more information about yourself and what your focus is in your profession as a dietitian. So I'm usually based in Kobane. I'm I graduated fully with a four-year degree. My main focus usually, I work in private practice, not in government or not in corporate as well. So what my main focus usually is that I'm just a dietitian in private practice. What I usually see, I usually see patients that define weight loss, patients with different chronic conditions such as your HIV, TB, diabetics, high blood pressure and so on. So what a dietitian will usually do is that we would prescribe certain food for the condition that you come with. Okay. Or if you just want to live general healthy eating or live a general healthy eating lifestyle, that's where a dietitian comes. A dietitian is a specialist or a doctor for food. Mm. A doctor that heals you with food, basically. Masodia, how would you measure healthy weight? Because you just mentioned now, you know, you would prescribe healthy foods to eat, what is nutritional and what the nutritional value is of that. But how do we measure what is healthy weight? What does that look like? A lot of people would measure healthy weight by just comparing their height and weight against what is called the body mass index. So when we're talking about a body mass index, a body mass index is a measure that tells you if your weight is suitable for your height. So I usually don't recommend that. I don't usually recommend people to take their body mass index as a final say. So when we say that a person has a healthy body, we look at different aspects. For sometimes you might find that if you look at a healthy body weight for a child, a child might come from a family that is short by stature. So if you're going to compare that road to health booklet chart that we usually use in yeah. clinics and at hospitals, if you measure that by the normal weight of age, which is a BMI for smaller children, that child will always be underweight because that child, you're not taking the factor that the child comes from a family that's short by nature. Would that then be referred to as the child is stunted? Yes. Okay. You just say the child is stunted, but the child is not stunted. You need to look at other factors that, okay, let us see the genetic history of this baby. Both mother and father are short. Both maternal and paternal grandparents, they're short. So the child is going to be short. It's not going to be the same as a child who comes from a tall family. And another thing that you need to look at is that if a person has a chronic condition, already you can't compare their BMI 
according to someone who don't have a chronic condition. So we look at other factors, especially when you come into private practices or when you go to see a dietitian. They don't just take BMI at face value. We don't just look at BMI. BMI is actually the last thing. We look at what we call, we take what we call your MUAP. We look at the percentage of the body fat on your body. We look at the muscles on your body. And that will give us a clear indication of whether you have a healthy weight or not. Another thing you must remember is that when we say BMI, BMI is something that was studied in America. This is South Africa. You must remember that. This is South Africa. Most people in South Africa, they're short by nature. And they're not as tall as people overseas or USA, mm. somewhere out there. So we really need to take into factors that apply onto the environment that we are in. And then from there on, we can say that this is a healthy body weight for you. My healthy weight and your aunt's healthy weight is not going to be the same. Because we are not the same, our body fat percentage is not the same, our height, our weight never be the same. So we look into a lot of aspects just besides BMI. That is so interesting because what I'm hearing from you is that it's really an holistic approach to if you want a healthy weight, a healthy body. It's not just what you eat, but you have to take into consideration what's your environment like, your genetics, the environment you find yourself in. It's really an holistic approach. So then what would some of the causes be when it comes to weight gain, which I would say, quote unquote, is an unhealthy body weight, an unhealthy body? What are some of the causes of weight gain? The causes of weight gain are very different in different life stages. Let's say maybe it's for a young child. When we say you have an unhealthy weight gain or weight, it's when you're underweight or maybe you are obese. So let's start maybe when you're a child. If you are a child and your parents use food as a what, you are bound to be obese. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Another thing, if you come from a poor family and you do not eat healthy food that have a lot of micronutrients that your body requires, you're bound to be malnourished at a young age. Mm. That is when we have malnutrition babies. Another thing is that the adverts that we see on TV, most of the foods that are advertised, they are not healthy. So obviously your child will point to that food and say, I want that specific brand, but we know all of us that that food is not healthy. Your child is born to buy food that are not healthy because it is what he or she is mostly exposed to TV, through adverts on YouTube, through a lot of things. So that also may cause a child or a person to be obese. Sometimes we as people who finish varsity or college, when you start working, if you come from a poor background where you could not afford to have that pizza or that burger, once you start getting your own money, that is a, That's the first something thing. that you're going to consume. <laughs> yes, that is something that you're going to consume from Monday to Friday. <laughs> and without you even noticing, you're bound to be obese or overweight because, you know, you want to try and recapture all those moments where you could not get that burger or pizza or whatever. Not saying that you are not supposed to consume that, but you need to have a balanced lifestyle. For some people, when they start aging, they gain more weight. Those who are thin in their youth, you know. And then for others, they start to lose weight. As you age as well, there is nutritional requirements that you need, that you need to intake. You know, your calcium, we need to focus on certain nutrients that we know that there's a specific shortage or they are not properly digested at an older age. So that is something that we look at. A person not having a healthy weight can come from different aspects or different things. Yeah. On the flip side of that, when we do gain that weight and we want to lose it, when does that become unhealthy? 
weight loss starts to become unhealthy when it affects other body parts or other organs. Some people will start losing weight in an unhealthy manner by taking appetite suppressants. You, know? you are slowing down your metabolic rate. That's what I mean when I say your weight loss starts to become unhealthy if you want to lose weight using quick measures. If something is quick, run away. It doesn't work. If it works, know that it's bound to damage something in your sure. body. There is no quick fixes in life. So there will never be a quick fix when it comes to weight loss. Yeah. So for some people, they will try to consume certain pills. You know, you don't want to take the hard route. You don't want to exercise. You don't want to eat healthy. But you'd rather have certain pills that are used for weight loss to suppress your appetite, whatever that is out there, or certain medication that you're taking. But you're forgetting that some of those things that you're taking, they might damage the liver or cause liver intoxication. Some of that, they might damage your kidney. So you are damaging different parts of your body. You are also bound to start having eating disorders when you start consuming such things. Because, you know, you'll be on a, such a specific period of time where you don't eat whatever that you love. For me, I'm just saying maybe if I'm eating bubble meat, yeah. I'm in heaven right now. <laughs> so maybe I starve myself eating from bubble meat. By the time I get reach my target body weight and now want to go back to that pub and meet, I'll be binging, overdosing on that mm, pub and meat. Exactly. So now you're, you're no longer eating in a healthy manner. It's no longer a healthy way of eating. Also, if you find yourself now starting to have, when your friends tell you that, oh, no, man, I think you've reached your target weight, but you start having symptoms of people who start being at an anorexic stage. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you feel like you're big, but you're definitely not. Yeah. You get to a point where you start counting calories. Maybe when you go to a wedding, you are thinking, oh my word, this cupcake might have this amount of calories. No, man, just eat. Just, yeah. Later, that thing. I would definitely say that's unhealthy. You cannot live your life by numbers. You cannot be, okay, this exactly. is 300 calories, that's 500. But speaking of which, I would like to know from you, Masodi, in your professional environment or even social, have you ever heard of weird or incorrect misconceptions that people have regarding calories? Like, are they good calories and are they bad calories? And how do we know which is which? Your body requires certain amount of calories. It's what we call you. You have your nutritional requirement. My nutritional requirement is not the same as you. Like I said, me and you have different weights. So you might find that I require a specific amount of calories per day. And that is what I'm supposed to have. But those calories that I require, they must come from healthy food. Or at least 85% of it must come from healthy food. We know that... If you grew up having a bad habit of eating something that is maybe sodas, having a soda after having your supper, it's something that you grew up with. It's something that you thought it was normal. It's going to be very difficult for you to let that go. So when you start having a lifestyle change, we'll start saying, okay, since Joanne was consuming this maybe seven times per week or all throughout, start by reducing it to maybe three times. Go then as time goes by, you go to two times per week or once per week, and you will eventually let go of that. So you understand that some of the calories that you're consuming, you are going to consume within a day, they are not going to be all healthy. We can't live off by trees, man. It's very impossible for most people. The body needs balance. Unless you are a, <laughs> yes, you must have a good balance. Of, unless if you choose to be a vegan or vegetarian, that's fine. But we know most of the people that I see 
my community, they're really, you know, they have a good balance between, you know, consuming certain meats and certain, so calories, you're supposed to consume a specific amount of calories. Just don't go over it. Just don't consume more than what you should have. In closing, so what foods would kind of contribute to the good calories? For example, fast foods are also calories, but, you know, in my very limited knowledge, they do not, is it burn as easily as the good calories, if I can put it that way, and that's why they're considered bad? The reason why they're considered bad is that they do not have any form of nutritional uh-huh. okay. So there are certain foods which just have energy but no nutritional value. And others have nutritional value and energy as okay. well. So okay. when we say you're consuming good calories, they must have some form of nutritional value on your body so that you can boost your immune system. For as long as your immune system is boosted, chances of you getting sick from diseases that are trans- like flu or certain yeah. or other things, it's very low because your immune system will be very strong. So foods that we can consider as healthy or which contribute to healthy calories. When someone comes to my practice, say maybe Joanne comes to my practice, I'm not going to say, oh, Joanne, Monday you must eat this and this, Tuesday okay. you must eat this and No, we try to educate Joanne to say, okay, this is a, these are different types of food groups. You have your starches, you have your proteins, you have your fruits, you have your vegetables. Then from there on, we tell you that starch, you have this and this and this. This is the amount of starch that you can you can consume. I'm not going to say that, no, your end on Monday, you must have sweet potatoes and that's mm-hmm. it. What if your end feels like having a pumpkin or squash yeah. or corn on that day? Understand? So we teach you about different starches and the impact of different food groups and the impact that they have on the body. How much you must consume, you can consume. We give you a range, you can from this amount to this amount and then sometimes you'd have clients that say you know what sometimes friday we usually like going out we give yeah. them healthy options that they can choose when they are out on restaurants we don't say no man stop going to this stop going out start eating healthy cook every day no and there's certain foods that you can find outside that are quite healthy when we say good calories we educate you on the different food groups and how they can impact your body and then from there on we give you the opportunity to build up on your own plate, your own meals, so that you get education yourself. You're not going to rely on me your whole life. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the Health for Mzanzi podcast. For more on our chat, check out healthformzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam or just curious about some health and wellness trends, you can send an email to hello at healthfirmzanzi.co.za or send a message to 076-132-0454. Yeah, we don't blue tick. So there you have it, gals and guys. There are no quick fixes in the health and wellness game. It is best to get in all the nutrients as our bodies need it to build up strength and immunity. Oh, and don't forget to eat your veggies. Keep well, stay healthy. Signing out, your girl Joe.